Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Yellow Harris. <laughs> it's been a while. That's my full, not my full name, but it's, it's, name it's been a while since that's happened. <laughs> Yellow Mo. To understand <laughs> the first name. <laughs> I could do my full name, which would be Yellow Mo Nah Harris. Nah. What's mine? What's mine? I don't know. Yellow Mo. Well, you out. <laughs> I'm like crying. Yanfit. 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 So Yellow Mo Yanfit. I sound really cool. <laughs> You're like, no, okay. It'd be Yelamo E R Yar 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 The E is silent. I'm sorry if nobody understands what we're doing, but you know. <laughs> Names backwards. Okay, anyways, this episode is sponsored by Lindsay Wobb. So thank you, Lindsay. Today we will be discussing chapter 13. Unlucky? Ding ding perhaps. Ding, ding. Unlucky for Harry. Of hey, Harry, he learned some things, so I'd say it's pretty lucky for him. All right then, of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the very secret diary. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details before we begin. Wow, let's go to Megan for some housekeeping. Different verbiage, right? All right. <laughs> um, so we'd like to give a shout out to Studio, who sent us some awesome wireless headphones. While we're recording this episode, Katie is wearing her new pair of. Studio, well, our new pair of Studio Regent White headphones. They feel great on my ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can get your own pair at studio.com and it's S U D I O.com and use our 15% off discount code Swish and Flick without any spaces. Um, so, on to that, let's talk about some social media channels. Swish and Flick podcast can be found on Facebook. Using Swish and Flick podcast to search. <laughs> I said that weird. Sorry. It's fine. Um, or Swish Flick cast on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure that you join our Facebook group for discussion. Um, that is where we're most active and we have some really awesome conversations in there and I really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, well, not really lastly, but in terms of social media, lastly, I am totally messing up this paragraph, guys. I apologize. We Make sure care. that you head on over to YouTube and subscribe to Swish and Flick's channel. The tube of you. 
<laughs> um, we not only have our podcasts posted there, but we also do have weekly vlogs that go up. Follow us on our crazy Potter-filled adventures together. Subscribe, like, share, and comment. Check it out. You can also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to our bi-monthly podcast, The Felix Files, where we delve into different theories on Potter. We talk a little bit of Fantastic Beasts. We talk about fan fiction, fan fiction with Megan and Katie, um, all kinds of fun random stuff that just doesn't flow well with our... Weekly chapter readings. So it's some bonus content. You can also join us for a Google Hangout session and can even be a guest on the Felix Files. So make sure that you head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. And thank you, huge thank you to all of our current patrons. We couldn't do it without you. We love you. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. And now, tis time. It is. For the Weekly Profit. Woo! So... What do you have? We were talking Crimes of Grindelwald, right, the other day? Well, yes. a couple weeks ago now at this point. Yes. The trailer came out, and there was some controversy. What? About the trailer, because oh, there was Lord. a huge... Serenity now, friends. There was a huge plot hole. <laughs> huge plot hole. Is there, though? I'm sorry. People apparated onto Hogwarts grounds. I'm what sorry. was this? When did that become so as a law where you couldn't do that? Well, Mashable has an Mashable? Article. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look. Ooh, that sounded like it was the Fantastic Beasts trailer. <laughs> I want to watch it again to see when that happened. Also, it's I, like in right the beginning. beginning. I'm just, I know. I'm watching it. Whoa. I just want to say that I don't think that those things were set in place at this time. That's my um, Sarah, I was a discussion with you. Yeah. There's that. It says, when a trailer for the upcoming Fantastic Beasts sequel released, a second long clip sent to the Potter Twitterverse, sent the Potter Twitterverse into an absolute frenzy, decrying a perceived plot hole in the most Hermione way possible. As Hermione says, you can't apparate inside the Hogwarts grounds. How often do I have to tell you? A lot. Honestly, oh, don't you two read? Good thought. Dude, say well, it. Don't forget it. Can she say it? Well, it has nothing yeah. to do with the apparating. I'll type it, it, Sarah. Has, no, but it, it does have to do with the trailer. Sure. Oh, okay, go. You know when he, ri- like, you see the ripped up thing? Um, when you see the ripped up postcard? Yes. yes. So what if he didn't rip it up? What if Tina <gasps> rips it up because it's from, like, whatever her name is? So what Lita. if he rips it up and he sees I, it and he's like, whoosh, whoosh, and like, I just back saw. Together. I just saw something related to the the postcard, and if you pause the video and look at the ground, Tina's necklace is on the ground. Sarah's Thank a you. genius. Yeah, yes. so who knows? We we know, right, that he was in a relationship yes. with her, and then now yes. she's engaged to the brother. Yes. So Awkward. Shady. She probably knows it, because they're kind of like, t- you know, we all know they're going to get together. Mm. But if you don't, sorry, you should know the history of this before you even start watching Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> I mean, even like part of the Potter here. universe, it's said that yeah, Tina the- marries Newt. So... I mean... If, it was, if this mm, was me, she I'd probably knows the backstory. Yeah. And their relationship. And so she sees it. And maybe it's something like, I'm really sorry. Like, I want to be friends. And she's like, you know what? Nah, you little bee. Rips it up. <laughs> throws it. He's like, wait, I want to see what that says. It's like she leaves. But he's like smiling when he reads it. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he's still in love we with her a little bit. We know that Lita is in Paris. And the postcard's from Paris. Mm. So. Things yeah, are going to get a little crazy. I digress. <laughs> 
to. We need to have another episode on Grind. Oh, I I agree. Yeah, we should do that. If we have time, like this week or next week or something, we should like Skype it together. We'll talk about crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Um, Because more stuff is just coming out on a daily basis now about like people's theories, and I love them. People are catching new things in the trailer, and it gives us more to talk about. So. Um, but Anyways. <laughs> actress Jessica Williams, who is in the film and also apparently a massive Potter fan. Um, she's a comedian, podcast queen, though not as good as us, obviously. <laughs> actress and da- former Daily Show correspondent. Also Biffles with J.K. Rowling herself. What does Biffles mean? Best, Best friends, friends forever. forever. You've never heard that? Well, I've heard of best. I've heard of like BFF. Yeah, Biffle. I just yeah. call it Biffle. Wow. Biffle. Have you ever heard this? She no, because it's incorrect. Because Biffle implies that there's an I in there. Well, I don't know. That's just a thing. I, I call not, them Biffs. I'm not, which I guess does still have an F. I guess <laughs> I. I mean, but I'm not hip to your lingo, children. Best friends forever. One. Best friends forever. I got Biff. So, Biffles threw me off. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so Jessica Williams assures Mashable that everyone just needs to have a little faith, and this is her quote: um, David Yates and Joe, mm-hmm. who wrote the script, Amen. who knows more about the Potter universe person than the person. Who, hold on, let me start over. David Yates and Joe, who knows more about the Potter Universe person than the person who created it? Nobody, not a single person, she said in response to the controversy. So like, LOL, what do you mean? Don't you think that will will be addressed in the film? Don't you think there's a reason for it? Do you think that you know more than she does on this subject? Mm. Mm. Preach. So she doesn't really give us why it's allowed, but she just says have faith in Joe. This could this war could be the reason why that is a in place. Mm. Yeah, that's Ooh. a great yeah. thought. I just, I'm just so, so here's my question, general, about this stuff. When did the first screenplay come out? Did it come out when the movie came out? Yeah, the the so written the, one. Correct. Yeah. She's doing it again where she's releasing the ski, screenplay. The skiing <laughs> I wanted to call you on that because skiing um, is hilarious. I think that it came out like... It came out after. Did it? But not very long after. It came out the same day that Pokemon Sun and Moon came out because I bought them all at the same time. Just I just want well, I didn't read the first screenplay, but I mean, I saw the movie. I have it, I but it. I haven't read it. Yeah, I, wanna, I have it. I, I have it. I mean, I, I'm going to read it because I. Um, well, it's going to be part of our. It Redmayne, came out. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne said that he was like, it's one of the most detailed scripts, and especially because she Which wrote it. I think it's amazing because yes, and yeah. normally that does not happen. And she's such like you know she wants to. As much as like her vision is, she wants to put it on paper. She's good so at descriptive. it. She's yeah. good at what she does, yeah. and I think that I think that people like. There's articles that have been coming out lately about how like we need to um, how like J.K. Rowling shouldn't represent the Wizarding World anymore, and I just laugh. Like, how dare somebody suggest that J.K. Rowling can't own her own? How can you exile world? the person who created it? I mean, a freaking men. Yeah, no. Can I point out? Yes. Sorry. No, you're fine. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was released November 10th, 2016. Pokemon Sun and Moon. So, was, was that re- a couple days before? Hold on. I that was, was. No. No, no, no. When did the movie come out? The screenplay was released, I think, the same day as Pokemon Sun and Moon, which was November 18th. So, that's after the movie. But just a couple days. A week. Okay. That's not. About a week. Not yeah. A little over a week. I mean, I guess I could look up. Terrifying. Either way. 
JK Rowling knows what she's doing. <laughs> I love that bird. I love I that I think bird. that we all just need to take a chill pill mm. and have a little faith mm-hmm. in the queen of writing well, of her own I world think like <laughs> i think that there's been such um like a big gap in between like the last book mm-hmm. so deathly hallows and like anything really big harry potter wise like not like you know including cursed child and the movie the fantastic beast movies that like we flourished so much with like there's so much like the internet is so um like saturated with content saturated mm-hmm. with content and people talking about it and like people writing fan fiction and what they want to happen that you know it People have not, their own ideas. Yes, and it's not. It might yeah. not go the direction that you wanted to, but it's going in the direction that she is like. No, this is it. It's her like world. That. Like right. we're just living in. She's it. the writer, and what she says is what happens. Like, yeah, we might not agree with it, but right. She's, mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it is what it is, and that's right. you know that's what causes these discussions, and that's what makes podcasts like this exist, and that's why we get to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's exactly why I posted that uh, meme. Like the professor, he can't operate within Hogwarts. Shut the hell up, Harry, and enjoy the trailer. <laughs> I like the one right. where they're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm like kind of excited, like whatever, to watch the trailer. Yes. Like Hogwarts isn't really whatever. They watch it and they're like, Give me my wand and go <laughs> pack my trunk and call me Harry.' It still <laughs> blows my mind. Of like, I know a couple people who are like, you know, claim to be big Potter fans, and maybe are big Potter fans, but like. Have not seen Fantastic Beasts. You so I'm like, people how? out on the podcast? There's so many people that... I just, like, don't understand how you wouldn't want to just eat up that content. Like, I'm she's surprised. giving you more story. Well, there's people that don't even... They're like, this is a movie? I'm yeah. like, do you live under a rock? I, mean, like, do. I don't mean it in a mean way. I just... I don't know. because As far so... as the Potterverse goes, this is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Right. Well, like I said, la- I maybe a couple episodes ago, I said, like, you know, we're speculating mm-hmm. and we're living this... Like, we're living... The speculation again with us, yeah, and I'm so excited. and we crave it. We've craved it for years now, you guys. So I'm like, I'm down. I'm down to have conversations. Oh, you yeah. want to get mad about Operation? You do. You boo. Let's talk about it. Like I'm all about it. Yeah, agreed. I love I agree. it. I love it. Speaking of some other speculation, what do you got um, for me on that little mm-hmm. iPhone X? Ooh. In our last episode. We asked a question mm-hmm. about whether the Sorting Hats wanted to place Harry in Slytherin because of the Horcrux, if that was more of the influence. Or. Right? Yes. Or, or it was it just Harry? Just himself? Harry. I'm just, just Harry. Harry. So we got some responses on Twitter. Tis. Um, somebody said, Whoa. Whoa! (laughs) Literally never thought of that. This feels like the HP equivalent of nature versus nurture. Ooh! Um, That shout out to Joe. He sent us that on Twitter. We also have Lindsay. Wait, Joe Rowling? I wish. (laughs) But you know, Joe on Twitter is just as cool. Thanks for being a listener. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Tiffany almost spit out her coffee. You're so lucky that's not hot. By the way, will you? this up i will um lindsay on twitter said definitely the horcrux i don't think harry was super ambitious all of the power was thrust upon him he didn't go looking for it he wasn't the best student and when he thought of his when he thought his dream of becoming an or was done because of his potions owl he was just like oh well oh well and didn't try to pursue it which i agree i agree and i disagree with that because i just you just can be ambitious just look at what James did. Yeah. 
And if he's in, and, and and Lily, I think they were both pretty ambitious. Yeah, he's got it in him. I don't know. But I think his bravery ousts that. Yes. Yeah. Is that a good word to use? Out over over shadows. Shadows. Yeah. Stronger words, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I scare you. No, I'm just not paying attention in the least because I'm literally <laughs> what watching the trailer on silent and like trying to see if I can. Find oh anything. my Are gosh! Are you trying to see her necklace? It's like no, on I the floor. Oh, There's okay. also you see scissors on the floor. So that's scissors, scissors, and something else that I can't identify. <laughs> no, I'm at the <laughs> because it's very. It's, I'm going literally. Like, I just pa- love the face you made. It was like you're one of my kids yes. in my class. No, <laughs> Call on me, and I wasn't listening. Yes. <laughs> um, we also have Trista said. I think Harry had a constant desire to prove himself, and that plays a large role in his determination. Mm-hmm. Definitely, don't deny that the Horcrux could play a large role. But I personally feel like Harry has a lot of attributes and would have thrived in Slytherin. Hashtag Slytherin pride. Woo woo. Yeah, Slytherins. Okay. Um, so I <laughs> so I made it a poll, and we had fifty seven people vote in this poll. Holy mackerel! Just on Twitter. Wow. Um, okay. And Horcrux wins out sixty five percent to thirty five percent. Harry. Huh. Um, but I think that the. Oh no no, it was the last time I checked. It was like neck and neck even. But then Horcrux pulled forward. We also posted it on our Facebook group. Let me pull up that so that we can see. Yeah. I think I voted. Whoa. Horcrux. We had 69 people vote on Facebook. 60 said Horcrux. Nine said Harry. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So I would. Overwhelming response for Horcrux. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on both platforms. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I agree. I voted. I think Horcrux. But I love all. I love what everyone was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love the discussion. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. All right. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> I know what time it is, but Sarah has something to say. Did you guys notice? <laughs> maybe it was just me. So, Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, doesn't the line under Fantastic Beasts look like a wand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because isn't his wand like very? I wonder if that's Grindelwald's wand. I was going to say, I wonder if it's Newt's wand because Newt has a very like. Doesn't his? Isn't his wand very straight? Yeah. Well, if did you see the new logo for the Wizarding World? Well, aren't the aren't the Hallows in in the the words the um, Elder Wand? Elder Wand. And I'm thinking because that's invisibility cloak. Yeah, and so you think that's Newt's. Could be. It Could looks be. like a sure. wand because it's thicker. Yeah, I'm down for that. His wand, it does look like that. I'm yeah. gonna it's look. Very simple. I'm gonna look at the. Did you? But did you guys see the logo? Yeah, it's awesome yeah. how it's. Um, so whose wands are that in order? It is Voldemort. Okay. And then I think it goes Ron, Hermione, Harry, Elder Wand, Elder right. Wand in the middle. Mm-hmm. Newt, Tina, Queenie, and then there's Jacobs as a plain stick. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, Grindelwald. Interesting. The it comparison. Is. It's like a mirror, right? Of like kind of who they. Yeah. Well, hold on, I got it. It's Honor like in the world. This is the original story. Uh, now we're on our new story. Your villains are in the. What world. if? Mm. What if this sets it up for to more? To go all the way. Keep going. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. And the elder one in the middle. Yes. Uh-huh. Which could be considered Dumbledore's wand because he's in the middle of both stories. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> he is. 
He's an important I'm sorry piece. about your ears. I heard I bust drums. Sorry, guys. They sorry, could just I'm keep continuing sorry. with four I more really... ones that are, the, that are the Marauders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then but the like Founders. She, mm-hmm. she may have set herself up for this. Like, who knows what her plans are in the future? I don't know, but I'm loving every second of what's yes. happening in in our fandom right now. I'm all about it. Okay, now it's oh, time I for... Got so many feels. Recap. You went right into that. Mm, I I'm love ready it. for it. <laughs> Harry... I was going to record it, and you did it too fast. <laughs> Harry avoids trouble again. Because he's... Harry Potter. The Potter effect. And we meet Fox. A sweet phoenix. Sweet bird. The polyjuice potion was ready. Harry and Ron managed to get into the Slytherin common room by sheer dumb luck. Shout out <laughs> to McGonagall. And we discover that the Chamber of Secrets was indeed opened 50 years ago. Enemies of the air, beware. But, Malfoy, not the heir of Slytherin. And poor Hermione, she turns into a cat. <laughs> she puts herself in a hairy situation. <laughs> so much <laughs> I don't know if any more of my um, summaries are that good. So oh, then I might. It's just you might need now. to rework you them. To, you to have to add like a funny edit line in. a little bit. <laughs> so Harry and Ron leave Hermione in the hospital wing with her homework, and they hear Filch complaining about water in the corridor. So they go and see Myrtle's bathroom is flooded, and they find that someone threw a book at her. Harry takes the book back with him to the common room. After a scuffle with a winged dwarf, Harry realizes something about the diary. Later, he writes in said diary, and someone named Tom writes back. Tom shows Harry how the Chambers of Secrets was opened last time. It ends with news that Harry does not want to hear. Well, or believe. What could it be? We don't know. Let's go find out. Hey, hey. All right. He opened it 50 years ago. He just doesn't remember. <laughs> Amnesia. <laughs> Too many bludgers. All right. Oh, my God. The start of the chapter begins with Hermione still in the hospital wing, and a flurry of rumors are all around the school in regards to her whereabouts. So most people thought that she was attacked. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. was by her own stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> And um, students would actually venture up to the hospital wing to try and catch a glimpse of her in all her furry glory. (laughs) And the start of the new term, Harry and Ron visit her every night and bring her homework. Ron, in true Ron fashion, says that he would take a break from schoolwork if he had whiskers. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) This is the first instance where, like... Somebody at Hogwarts who, like, can't be in class actually seems to care about getting work done. You know what I mean? That, uh, that like we've somebody, seen. Right. But, yeah. like, somebody asked. They're like, does, does Hogwarts even care about, like, schooling? Because, I'm not like, exactly sure they're concerned with grades. Because, <laughs> yeah. well, like, Colin basically misses all year, and he's just a second year next year. But we don't know that he didn't do remedial summer work. This is true. A. B. Do they care that... She like they want her to make sure that she's doing her homework, or does Hermione care? Hermione cares. Exactly. I'm sure. Like that if it was Ron, Hermione, they probably been like, you know, just take it easy. And Ron would be like, yeah, I will. And you know, <laughs> Madame Promfrey okay. is like, you need your rest because yeah. that's just the type of person she is. But honestly, if I was Hermione, I'd get my homework done too because I'd be I bored stiff. Yeah, <gasps> I probably would fun. <laughs> <laughs> or I would Don't. just read Harry Potter over and over. <laughs> Let me read my own story. Uh, if I would do my homework, I'd probably nap. I would probably. Swift. I'd probably nap. watch Boy Meets World, some ER. They don't have TVs. I'm talking about me personally. If I was out sick for like 
but a month was and like a half. The early nineties. Boy Meets World. Nintendo. Are we going to sing everything? Because that would be yep. cool. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's typical Ron stuff. Hermione's spirits have gone up, though, since she changed into half of a cat, pretty much. Her hair had all gone from her face, and her eyes were turning back to brown. And she was feeling almost back to her normal self again. The boys had no new leads on who the heir of Slytherin could be, and Ron kept saying that he was, quote, so sure that it was going to be Malfoy for about the hundredth time. And um, so while they're up there visiting Hermione, Harry spots something gold under Hermione's pillow. And she tries to hide it, but Ron is too fast, and he snatches it from her. And it says, To Miss Granger, wishing you a speedy recovery from your concerned teacher, Professor Gilderoy Lockhart, Order of Merlin, third class, honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League, and five-time winner of the Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award. Ugh. I'm smiling. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> Does it ever get tired of writing that every time? I do. I know I do. And so Ron was disgusted. And I said, are you jelly much? Mm. Oh, he is. He's so jealous. That's my wife. Maybe he's thinking, <laughs> I can't believe someone this smart likes someone this dumb. <laughs> there is that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And so as Harry and Ron leave, Ron can't stop thinking about the get well card and calls Lockhart the, quote, smarmiest bloke you've ever met. I love using the word smarmy to describe people, <laughs> by the way. So that's probably where I got that from. Snape has given them a ton of homework, and it might take them until their sixth year. Is that a ding? There is a star. I start it. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Take her bill. (laughs) (laughs) Before they are able to finish all of it. And just then, Harry and Ron hear an outburst from the floor above, and it is Filch. And he says... Even more work for me, mopping all night like I haven't got enough to do. No, this is the final straw. I'm going to Dumbledore. You I knew hope that, he said Filch. it just like that. I'm sure he did. I'm going to Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, do it in Filch's voice. Oh, oh you're gonna you just kind of did it. No. Oh. Oh. Um, I don't know. What did I just read? <laughs> no, um, I can't. I can only do calm filch. <laughs> I have not yet mastered angry filch, which... Practice in your spare time, please. Well, I can do the writing on the wall thing very well, only because it's so good in the movie, but I'll practice. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, so filch was patrolling his usual spot, which is the spot where Mrs. Norris had been attacked, Oddly enough, right outside Myrtle's lair. And so he's still trying to find the attacker. The corridor, we find out, had been flooded, and the water was coming from the bathroom, a.k.a. Myrtle's lair. Why is she wasting so much water? Uh, she just, you know, she's not really caring about the environment. We yeah. don't know if these are her tears. You know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> God. Um, the boys went to go and see what was wrong with her. And Myrtle was crying more and louder than usual. The candles were all extinguished. And the rush of water, as Megan breaks her new phone, had (laughs) left the corridor flooded and the walls and floors wet. Like, what does she do? I just envision her 
just jumping toilet toilet yeah. toilet like and all <laughs> splashing everything going everywhere um like hopping yes over each stall yes yeah and so here the hop over the stall she can go through the stalls but i know i need her, her to hop over it yeah. because then it's, it's like she'll get more velocity going down into the toilet true how like, shoo, shoo, shoo. can she interact with the water the water <sighs> Interesting. Maybe is she like busting pipes? Maybe. Maybe it's like um air. You know, like you know, it, yeah. Like if you yeah, go through yeah, a solid like object, yeah. Like if you the, go through a solid rain. object, it's not really gonna move. But maybe it'll wobble. But like you're not gonna break it. Will it you know, weeble? maybe weeble wobble. <laughs> maybe weeble wobble people. So much emotion <laughs> that she like solidifies a little bit. It's an emotion ocean. <laughs> an emotion ocean. <laughs> ocean of emotion. <gasps> Whoa. That's deep, so like the ocean. Gosh, keep going. Do you have any more? No. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Her ocean emotion causes motion. Oh, oh Katie is a wordsmith. <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> lyrics from a song. Is it? What? What? Motion ocean? Yeah. <laughs> Got the ocean. Oh my god, it's hairspray. Oh. It's hairspray. I haven't seen hairspray. I know what you're talking now about. Now I'm trying to think of like the line. Well, look it up. Okay. Um, so Harry asks her, What's up? What's up with that? What up with that? <laughs> and so she says, Who's that? Glugged Myrtle miserably. Come throw come to throw something else at me. Harry waited. That's how high this water is. Across Hopefully to her stall and said, Why would I throw something at you? Don't ask me, Myrtle shouted, emerging with a wave yet of more water which splashed onto the already sopping floor. Here I am minding my own business and someone thinks it's funny to throw a book at me. But it can't hurt you if someone throws a book at you, said Harry reasonably. I mean, it'd just go right through you, wouldn't it? He had said the wrong thing. Myrtle puffed herself up and shrieked, let's all throw books at Myrtle because she can't feel it. Ten points if you can get it through her stomach. Fifty points if it goes through her head. Well, ha, 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 what a lovely game, I don't think. Who threw it at you anyway, Harry asked. I don't know. I was just sitting in the U-bend thinking about death. (laughs) And it fell right through the top of my head, said Myrtle, glaring at them. It's right over there. It got washed out. Harry and Ron looked under the sink where Myrtle was pointing. Looked under the sink. Oh. Mm -hmm. A small, thin book lay there. It had a shabby black cover and was wet as everything else in the bathroom. Harry stepped forward to pick it up, but Ron suddenly flung out an arm to hold him back. I found the lyrics. Okay. It's from Hairspray. Okay. You can't stop the beat. Because you can't stop the motion of the ocean or the sun in the sky. You can wonder if you want to, but I never ask why. And if you try to hold me down, I'm going to spit in your eye and say that you can't stop the beat. <laughs> that doesn't say emotion. Motion of the, of the ocean. ocean. Oh. Okay. The motion of the ocean. You or should the not sun in the spit sky. in people's eyes. Yeah, I'm going to spit in your eye. <gasps> well, I said it first. All right, so what else happens in the bathroom? <laughs> So Ron's trying to hold him back from the book saying it could be dangerous and Harry scoffs at the comment and he says, how could a book be dangerous? Oh, Harry, another thing you don't know about the wizarding world. Ron says, you'd be surprised who was looking apprehensively at the book. Some books at the 
the, some books that the ministries confiscated. Dad's told me there was one that burned your eyes out. <laughs> And everyone who read Sonnets of a Sorcerer spoke in limericks for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and some old witch in Bath had a book that you could never stop reading. You just had to wander around with your nose in it, trying to do everything one-handed. And, and then he gets cut off. What if there was a cursed Dr. Seuss book, and then you had to rhyme everything for the rest of your life? <laughs> and you, like, talked and made up words. Terrible. Terrible. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd be horrible. And so Harry picks up the diary, and the date in it was made from 50 years ago. That was a good ding. It Thank was you. T.M. Riddle's name was in the book. And this lights a bulb in Ron's brain, because he knew the name from his night in detention when he had to polish the shield of the award this person received about 50 <laughs> Times one time for each year. Yep, <laughs> because of puked up slugs. Blech. And we find out that the diary was blank. And he questions, why would someone want to flush it away? And also, Harry looks at it and he makes the connection that the owner of this must be Muggleborn because of the location where the diary was purchased, Vauxhall Road, London. That is interesting to me that he would so, really even know that because the Dursleys don't let him go out ever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but he learns things in school. So I looked at... (laughs) I looked it up. And Vauxhall Road isn't some... It's not a road, but it is a bridge. Hmm. And um, it kind of makes me think like... stores on the bridge? (laughs) No, but it kind of makes me want to think that like this could be like maybe the bridge that was modeled... In Deathly Hallows, when it's like twisting and stuff, like maybe mm. with the Muggles when mm-hmm. the, the Death Eaters are like taking it—that's the Millennium Bridge. It's a real bridge. Yeah, yeah, it's really there. Son of a biscuit. Sorry, you tried. Whatever. It's a bridge in London. <laughs> That's all I have on that. And so Ron um, determines that the diary is of no use to Harry, and um, fifty points if you can get the diary through Myrtle's nose. And that's all I have. <laughs> I wrote ending. I wrote movieism, and I can't remember why. What does does Ron say something differently in the movie? Myrtle does actually. Myrtle's like she says that she's Myrtle like, says all of that. It's like ten points if you get it through her head, fifty points if you get it through her stomach, or whatever she does. And she but punches she says Ron. that in the book. Yeah, she says it, but less. Ma- but Ron says, I don't know, guys. I'm pregnant. <laughs> You can't always use that excuse. Uh, I can until <laughs> this little kidding. babe's born. So, Hermione, I see green. And yeah, I'm, Hermione, 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 go for it. Um, so Hermione gets to leave the hospital wing, de-whiskered, tailless, and fur-free at the beginning of February. So she's been in there since Christmas. Holy oh yeah, they did say for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so Hermione was as interested in the diary as Harry was, which I find interesting because normally she would like edge on the, what is that? Edge on the air of caution. Caution. That's right. But yeah, something like that. She would air on the side of caution. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say. Um, so they make the connection that the chamber was open 50 years ago and the diary is 50 years old. And T.M. Riddle got an award for special services to the school 50 years ago. 
Triple tap. So 50-50-50, that makes that the diary should be from around that time. So maybe there's some information in there about the chamber. Maybe connected. Um, so she taps the diary three <laughs> times and uses a paracium. Apparacium, a paracium, whatever the spell is, but it's supposed to reveal um, hidden information in an object, but it doesn't work. She also then tries to use a revealer, which looks like a bright red eraser, um, and that doesn't work either. But Ron is not convinced that the diary is anything at all, which seems kind of Ronish. He just wants to let it go, move on, yeah. go on to something else. Um, so Harry seems to have a connection to the diary that he could not explain, even to himself, why he didn't just throw Riddle's diary away. The fact was that even though he knew the diary was blank, he kept absentmindedly picking it up and turning the pages as though it were a story he wanted to finish. And while Harry was sure he had never heard the name T.M. Riddle before, it still seemed to mean something to him, almost as though Riddle was a friend he'd had when he was very small and had half forgotten. But this was absurd. He'd never had friends before Hogwarts. Dudley had made sure of that. I'm assuming that this is the Horcrux inside him saying, yes. hey, yep. that's me. We buddies. We're, we're, we're biffles, as I said before. <laughs> Two um, birds of a feather, right? Yeah. So the trio goes to the trophy room to two, see Riddle. Two souls of an evil Wait, person. I have something to say. I, also, yeah. I too. Well, mine is something to say about the word um, epiracium. Okay, sure. I don't it have anything to say about that. from the Latin word epareo, A-P-P-A-R-E-O, meaning to become visible. Ooh. Perfect. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Fun. Amazing. Yeah. Pardon me. Old friend, right? Yeah. Horcruxes have a way of communicating with each other. And well, and of reaching in yeah. and grasping whatever they can to get an emotional connection. Yes. Yeah. It's feeding yeah. off that. It fed off Ron. Yep. It's feeding Jenny. off Ginny. Mm. Gonna start to feed off Harry. Yep. But there's even more of a connection with Harry, right? So it's like probably yeah. even a stronger. It's like, oh hey, feeling. we're uh, the same thing. We're one in the same. Yep. Yes. Love these so the trio goes <laughs> to the trophy room to see Riddle's reward. Reward award. Riddle's award. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that maybe there will be some info there that they can see, but there's no details. It's just his name on an old medal of magical merit. Um, and on a list of old head boys. Odd that they kept that around. It is kind of weird, but I mean, history is history, well, right? You find out later that a lot of people forget because he changed. A lot so of people much. don't really make the connection yes. that he's Voldemort. Because once Voldemort he left knows. school, yeah. But you know, you can't change history. So, like, you might as well Laundry. just have it in there. Sheets are done. <laughs> so, um, Ron says that he sounds a lot like Percy. And then Hermione is like, mm, a little bit. Is that such a bad thing? Well, <laughs> prefect head you boy. <laughs> you ask Percy after his brother dies in his arms how he feels about Whoa. Him. Hashtag true story. Hashtag that's none of my business. I'm sure he's got a lot of regrets, you know? Regrets. <laughs> um, so Hogwarts has seemed to become more hopeful because it's been quite a while since an attack has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mandrakes are growing. They are becoming moody and secretive. So they are like fast <laughs> leaving childhood. The moment their acne clears up, they'll be ready for repotting again, Professor Sprout tells Filch. Because, you know, he's all up in her business about when Mrs. Mm-hmm. Norris is going to be back around. Hey, if my cat got petrified, I'd be sad too. Yeah, but at least our cats aren't meanies yeah Iggy can be but not like Mrs. Norris no I think all cats have a little Mrs. Norris I think all cats for the most part are Slytherin (laughs) no but yes (laughs) not mine mine's a Hufflepuff Hufflepuff. I I have never met other than yours (laughs) a cat that like liked me right away like I don't even think any cat actually likes me because they know they just know that I'm a dog person (laughs) not that I don't like cats I try. Cats for life. They just don't care for me. Um, so Harry is thinking that maybe the heir of Slytherin lost their nerve because the school's so alert and suspicious now, so they're not going to attack again. Mm. I feel um, like that's such a 12-year-old thought. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool now. Yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> no it's going to die. Um, and then Lockhart seems to be spreading the rumor that it's because of him that there have been no attacks. Oh, my God. The culprit must have known it was only a matter of time before I caught him. Rather sensible to stop now before I came down hard on him. He's so right. He is so um, right, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I can't, I can't handle it. You can't even joke about it. I can't, I can't even handle Gilderoy Lockhart. She's like, no. <laughs> oh. Commercial break. Katie, do you want to read on. it? Sarah, do you want to read it? Before Sarah we go should to commercial break. Yeah, Sarah, you should read it. Thinking of Mandrakes. Are they like alive when they get? I know. Job? I yes. always think about that, and it just makes me sad. It's or just, do you think they put them to sleep? Or are they like hmm? hacking you up? Listen, they don't put lobsters or, to sleep when they boil true. them. Do they get old and die? Yeah, that's no. true. I uh, know. I think they pick them in their prime. I think they're prime age. Yeah, but they like yeah, do agree. it after they're like climbing into each other's pots. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're making little mandrakes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you get more mandrakes? Oh, I would assume. The little if they're, hey, if man. you're climbing into someone else's pot, I gotta assume But do you think they're like happened. polyamorous? <laughs> do you think that they all like, they don't discriminate on whose pots they're getting into? I don't think they care. Hmm. Hmm. Whose pot is or closest? Or do you think they're like right. <laughs> where there's there's animals that like it doesn't matter either sex can get pregnant? I wonder. Ooh. Or they are get- they like penguins and other species that meet full life? Hmm. Penguins do that, right? Well, yeah. I don't they're know. not going to be mating for very long if sprouts chopping them wolves. up. Who do? <laughs> wolves mate for life, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's a thought. I was just you know, it's a sad thought. It, it is. is. The screaming roots. The <laughs> screaming roots are screaming when they die. Oh, <gasps> Tiffany. What? <laughs> you brought it up. There had been another thought I was thinking of when I was reading about Mandrakes, but. Yeah, no. It was something about earmuffs, and I don't remember what it was. I got to figure that they're. How are, like, she? How can she teach when they're all wearing headphones? Headphones. <laughs> earmuffs. Earmuffs that they shouldn't they're be able wa- to hear. They're watching her. Yeah. Yeah, but how. Can you read lips? It doesn't matter. I mean, you're watching. I know. I need instruction. Read my lips and come to grips with reality. Okay. <laughs> the Regent is Studio's premium on-ear model with impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. With 24-hour plus hours of battery, active battery life, and 20 days of standby life, the Regent is also the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but there is also an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option. You can also personalize your Regent interchangeable caps, such as white or black marble designs. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. Make sure you head on over to www.sudio.com and enter code SWISH and FLICK for 15% off your purchase. Good job. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so Lockhart, my favorite person in all of these books, oh, mine too. gets this amazing idea to celebrate Valentine's Day at Hogwarts. Boost morale. I right. Yeah. The wording. He needs a morale. We need a morale booster around uh, the school to wash away the memories of last term. <laughs> So Harry walks into the Great Hall on the 14th of February, and the walls were covered with large, is that, how do you say that word? Lurid. Lurid lurid pink flowers. Worse still, heart-shaped confetti was falling from the pale blue ceiling. Mm. Also pink. (laughs) Also to backtrack. Ron looked sickened, and Hermione was overcome with giggles. I wonder if she secretly, like, loved it. Yeah, right? Probably. She's probably thinking, oh, Lockhart did it so beautiful. Or she's like just very amused with how sick and run is by everything. <laughs> so Lockhart's also in pink robes to match all the decorations. All the other teachers look, thank you. <laughs> it's a 
was sad week. Yeah, what was I didn't that? want to interrupt you. Do it again. Thank you. I will say, I would be Lockhart. Like, I'm the person that, like... <laughs> I love this day! Not specifically that I love Valentine's Day, because I've never had... I've never dated anyone on Valentine's Day, so I've always been a single Sally. But I'm, like, the person that, like, any holiday, like, I... I love it. Like, will wear that color. Like, I wear yeah. red around thing, or around Valentine's <laughs> Day. I wear red or green around Christmas. Like, uh-huh. I wear pastels Easter. We're holiday people. I really... I'm, I'm also, well, I'm not going to get into that, but I like being themed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am Lockhart. Yeah. I feel that. I'm just but better the, than the him. the cool part, not <laughs> the annoying yeah. part. Not the douchebaggery. So all the other teachers don't look very amused. They're all very stony-faced. McGonagall looked super annoyed, and Snape, he looked as though someone had just fed him a large beaker of Skeletor. <laughs> well... <laughs> He's missing his Valentine. Oh, that's all right. Deep. Well, what does he need Skelligrow for that? Well, it's his fault. Is that gonna help him grow a heart? I'm just kidding. See the Tin Man. Tin Man needed a heart, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he also is a man. You guys, probably. I'm not really sure of anything that I actually have known before this baby has been in my body. <laughs> so if I ask a lot of questions, it's because I'm really I don't know. <laughs> so 46. People mm. have sent Lockhart a Valentine. Hermione included. No, but but honestly, he's not. That's not his mo. He would be mad if he got some. I bet he's not. not he's not talk. He's not looking yeah, at well, any other ladies. He killed her, so he didn't kill her. <laughs> he basically made it happen. Ooh, we're gonna have to have that Snape episode real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Feel bad for little Snapey Snape. I, you know, I'm. I'm sometimes I'm I do. Around, guys, I'm not gonna lie. I don't hate anybody in this series except for Umbridge. True, Ugh. true that. So, That's a true statement. We're. I mean, we're gonna get deep and sweaty. Once we get yeah. to that, we're gonna have to have. Like, I mean, then there's Voldemort. You know. Yeah, but like I like him better than Umbridge. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I still we like know Umbridge's Umbridge. history, and her history is just of being a. We know me. his history too, but no, I'm saying like we don't know the her reasons for being a meep aren't anything There's no except basis hate. behind them. Yeah, I mean we'll dive deeper into that because I don't know for sure because I don't know anything really for sure anymore. <laughs> but um, you know we'll. we'll but there's plenty of that. history to, to yeah. delve into with Voldemort. We're going to dissect all Voldemort, your major characters. Voldemort. So nature versus Voldemort. nurture. Voldemort. Am I right? Voldemort. Am I right? Bum, bum. Katie, would you like to read what you've been trying <laughs> sure, to read for no. the past five minutes? Um, so not only are there horrible decorations everywhere, but Lockhart has also... What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just jokingly took Tiffany's airhead, <laughs> and she yelled at me silently. I mean, I was never actually going to take it. I did. She knew what I said. <laughs> You're like wheezing over there. Because it was amazing. <laughs> it's a crying airhead. Oh, my God. Okay, it's Katie, okay. I'm so sorry. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. It was your wife's fault, though. It was me. It's all right. I'll forgive you because I love you. I love you, too. So Lockhart hired these surly-looking dwarves. About surly. a dozen of them. 
I think this is so mean. (laughs) Yes. He had them wearing golden wings and carrying harps. So I want to read what he said. My friendly card carrying cupids, Bean Blockhart. (laughs) They will be roving around the school today, delivering your valentines. And the fun doesn't stop there. I'm sure my colleagues will want to enter into the spirit of the occasion. Why not ask Professor Snape to show you how to whip up a love potion? (laughs) And while you're at it, Professor Flitwick knows more about entrancing entrancing enchantments than any wizard i've met the sly old dog (laughs) professor flitwick buried his face in his hands snape was looking as though the first person to ask him for a love potion would be force-fed poison do you think that flitwick really did do that and that's why he's embarrassed (laughs) i don't know probably not (laughs) you don't know maybe he's gotten all the we don't know what he does he is not only a charms teacher but he's a charming teacher he charms them Charms the oh ladies. I'm a charming lad. So these dwarves were bursting into classes all day long to deliver valentines, much to the teacher's annoyance. Yeah, I would have loved that because it like we wouldn't have been able to get anything done. I know. Day. <laughs> and none for Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Four for Glenn Coco. You go, go Glenn Coco. Coco. <laughs> Dude, but that's like, two episodes in a row we've had a Mean Girls reference. <laughs> I remember, like, in high school and stuff, I'm like, I don't like interruptions in my classroom. Like, when I was, like, Nor do in I. school. So I was like, come on. Like, either either do it at the beginning or the end. Like, don't do it, like, right in the middle of, like, our lesson. Especially if, like, this is the Ravenclaw coming out of me. And I'm not even, like, a fan of, like, for me personally, for school. Me, for me. But, like... <laughs> You know, you're in the middle of a good discussion and someone comes in, like, we're all going to lose our train of thought and then we're going to, like, be fumbling. So, like, either do it at the beginning before we've even started or do it at the end when we're finished. You just spoke for every teacher across <laughs> the globe. But, like, it bothers me. And I'm just, I'm just a wee little student. I'm just a student trying to learn. I loved it. You would. Bring all them interruptions, man. Yeah. I don't like the pepper out potion because then you can't take a sick day. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Even Harry gets a Valentine's. Yes. Who from? Mm, He's not very happy about it, though. His future wife. He tries to get away from the dwarf, who's very insistent. He even uh, twangs his harp in a threatening sort of way. Because (laughs) he has... I feel like it's like the devil went down to George. (laughs) (laughs) So as he's trying to get away so hard, he, his bag rips and his ink bottle smashes all over his things. It would have been so bad. Yeah. And poor Harry. You forget that he's a wizard and you just be like, yeah, but in the next scene, he's like, all my stuff is covered in ink. He didn't think of that. Well, cause he's dumb. He's Maybe he doesn't claw. know that know. spell yet, guys. Scorchify. But poor Harry, just about like the whole school seems to be in that corridor listening to this <laughs> Valentine, <laughs> which reads, his eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad. His hair is as black as a, oh, his hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish mm. he was mine. He's really divine. The hero who conquered the Dark Lord. Mm. Here's my question, though. Jenny must have known they were going to read it in front of, like, at least someone besides Harry was going to hear it. I would be mortified just to know the fact that Harry was going to hear it. I would have written I like it in my secret little diary and said, well, what do you she think? She doesn't did? have it. Not then, but Actually, before. she probably did. So Tom Riddle helped write a yeah, Valentine. Have you ever seen that online? No. Tom Riddle helped write Harry a Valentine. I don't know, ma'am. I need to see it. Because then she's like mortified, but like that's your own fault. Like, <laughs> <laughs> true. 
She is. And then poor work. Malfoy just like calls her out. Poor, poor Malfoy. Malfoy. I'm at Jenny. I was like, I meant Jenny. Wait, poor what? Jenny. Yeah, Malfoy's like, I don't think Potter liked your Valentine much. <laughs> yes, and I love it that he like says it like, yeah, gotta get something out. So you need like your Valentine. But I think he's sour because he finds Maybe he Riddle's diary. No, like, oh, sucks that you didn't get one. What's her oh, face? You know, what Pansy, Pansy Parkinson. Pansy Parkinson. She would have. Oh yeah, maybe compose she something. Maybe she wasn't brave enough to send one. Ooh. She is a slither in there. My not, business. They're not brave. They can be. <laughs> I'm brave. They're not brave. <laughs> I think he's sour though because he finds Riddle's diary on the floor but thinks it's Harry. And mm-hmm. Harry one-ups him, uses Expelliarmus for the first time, yes. gets that diary back. Yep. In the hallway, naughty, naughty. Oh, and yeah. Harry's like, I don't care. <laughs> so, don't give up. About yep. you. This ink bottle smashed all over his stuff, mm-hmm. but he notices that Riddle's diary seems to be perfectly clean. Dun, dun, dun. So later on that night, he decides to do a little bit more investigating. <laughs> so he just drops, like an ink blot on there and it absorbs. So he quickly writes like, my name is Harry Potter. Is that what he writes? Yeah. Yeah. And it and sinks in. Oh my gosh. Guys, someone writes back. Who? What? Tom Riddle. This is what happens when too much people are on their second cups. Yep. Sarah's on her third. I'm on my first because I, I only have one. I finished my second. Y'all are nutty. Because it was like perfect, like going into like a good Harry Potter rhyme slash rap. Yeah. No, I get Harry it. Potter. I'm here to say. say I want to know what your secrets are. <laughs> Open up and tell me what you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Katie. <laughs> no, I just don't even know how to react to that. That's all. <laughs> it's Tom Riddle. What? Whoa, yeah. Who's that? And I didn't I <laughs> forgot because I'm so saturated with the movies how much more information we get mm-hmm. in writing form. Because yeah. in the movie it's just like Harry's just like randomly like, Hey, do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. Instead of like delving into it a little God, bit more. Can we just, bro, can we I know lots. Right. Take a little time in these Movies to just like come on. Yeah, Riddle explains a lot more in kills me writing. Mm-hmm. Also, I believe that it is in green ink. Uh uh-uh. um is it? I know that it, whatever color ink Harry used is what it comes back as it, it like uses his own ink. I don't know. Oh no, it's scarlet. Scarlet Scarlet My bad. Scarlet. Scarlet. But yeah, so... Uh, Scarlet, you're turning Scarlet. <laughs> Violet? What do I know? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, that's blue. Into the diary. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Harry starts to write in the diary, and shockingly, it writes back. So we basically... You didn't really talk about it. Um, so <laughs> I just went right into like him telling him it would be easier to show him Mm-hmm. How he knows about the um, Chamber of Secrets. I also... Oh, wait. Mm, you go ahead. Uh, okay. mm, well, it, I don't know if you're going to say this. It, like, turns into... Doesn't it compare it yeah. to, like, a television screen? Yeah. Read that. I'm sorry. Do you want me to... Were you going to read nope. 40 or 41? Nope. I was just doing that. Do it, Sarah Bear. No, I'll just read some of it, because um, he's like... <clears throat> Jeez. Harry says... 
Um, that he someone tried to flush it down the toilet, and he's like, "Oh, it's a good thing I recorded my memories in some more lasting ways than ink." Interesting. But I always knew that there would be those who would not want this diary read. And Harry's mm-hmm. like, "What you mean?" And he's like, "I mean that this diary holds memories of terrible things, things that were covered up, things that happened at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry." And he's like, well, that's where I'm at now. And he's like, of course I know about the Chamber of Secrets. In my day, they told us it was a legend that did not exist. It was a lie. In my fifth year, the chamber was opened, and the monster attacked several students, finally killing one. I caught the person who'd opened the chamber, and he was expelled. But the headmaster, Professor Dibbett, ashamed that such a thing had happened at Hogwarts, forbade me to tell the truth. So, reading this, it goes back to mm-hmm. Lucius maybe legitimately didn't know because yeah. he didn't want the truth out. Yeah, yep, yep, um, yep, 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 yep. A story was given out that the girl had died in a freak accident. They gave me a nice, shiny, engraved trophy for my trouble and warned me to keep my mouth shut, but I knew it could happen again. The monster lived on, and the one who had the power to release it was not imprisoned. So then he was like, I can show you. Um, it's just easier, which I can understand. Sometimes, you know, texting... It's yeah, just to tell you and mm. call you on the phone and tell you, then texting. Um, it says the pages of the diary began to blow as though caught in a high wind, stopping halfway through the month of June. Mouth hanging open, Harry saw that the little square for June thirteenth seemed to have turned into a minuscule television screen. His hands trembling slightly, he raised the book to press his eyes against the little window. Can you just see this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and before he knew what was happening, he was tilted forward. The window was widening. He felt his body leave his bed, and he was pitched headfirst through the opening in the page into a whirl of color and shadows. The page is turning. This is not Potter related. But the page is turning in the book remind me of the Adams family when they open up the, the books in the library to like find the, the vault and mm. the one is like the storm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm yes. just saying. Okay. <laughs> so, my first question is, yes. I wonder, like, how this particular scene is similar yet different than, like, using a pensive. Like, mm. is it the same kind of thing? Do you feel the same way going in? Because Did it say he, like, dipped? Because, like, in the pensive, you, like, fall, sort of, right? Well, well like... Does when he feel like that? Pensive, yeah, go ahead. Don't you just stick your head in and you do feel like you're immersed in the whole thing. But you're thing. just bent over. And to the, the way that this is described, I feel like he's legitimately inside the diary. Yeah, I, don't I agree. Know. It, does he, does he. Because later does on. Does he say he leaves his bed? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Because when he shoots out of it, he he's like, I'm body spread leave. eagle. Yeah. He like lands spread eagle on the yeah. bed and then Ron's like, oh, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. And so. <clears throat> what perfect timing is that? For real, yo. Yeah. Okay. So he's um, inside an office, which he immediately know re- recognizes as Dumbledore's office, but it wasn't Dumbledore sitting behind the desk. It was a widened, wizened, frail-looking wizard, bald except for a few wisps of white hair, and he was reading by candlelight. So Harry's like, because this is the first time he's ever been in any type of situation like this. He hasn't seen a pensive or anything. And this is like a pensive where you, nobody. Correct. So he's like being like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. And the guy's like not paying attention. So at first Harry's like, all right, well, don't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he's like, well, I'll go now. And so um, as he's about to leave, there's a knock on the door. A boy comes in. He's about 16. He has a silver prefix badge glinting on his chest. He was much taller than Harry, but he too had jet black hair. He too. Um, and so we find out that this is Tom Riddle. 
and he's like, he wants to, um, I think he asked Dibbit before, correct? That he was, um, he sent him a letter asking him if he could stay over the summer holidays because mm-hmm. um, he doesn't want to go home. Which, I mean, I wouldn't want to go back to the orphanage either. Um, And then he was like, we probably would have been able to accommodate you, but with everything going on, it's just not safe. Um, Because they're, like, legitimately talking schools being shut down, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. And so we find out that Tom Riddle um, is a half-blood. Well, he goes, you're a muggle-born. He's like, "Uh, half-blood, sir. Muggle father, witch mother. And he goes, are both of your parents? And he goes, my mother died just after I was born, sir. They told me at the orphanage she lived just along, long enough to name me. Tom after my father, Marvolo after my grandfather. Um, Foreshadowing. Yeah. And playing on his emotions. Nice. Also, just like, I mean, obviously we know Tom Riddle's not a good person. But. What? We have to give him some credit here for keeping Hogwarts around right um it was selfish it was selfish obviously because what do you mean keeping hogwarts around well, well he the stopped reason killing people so right. he could stay <laughs> no 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 i mean like so you know we know that he opened the chamber or whatever right so yes he realizes at this point oh shoot what i did is gonna get this school shut down just for him so though, selfishly correct. what just just for him correct. right no, no no i know yeah, yeah so selfishly he's like oh well i need to pin this on somebody so that hogwarts doesn't get shut down because i yes. don't i want this place to stay around so i mean not really good reason oh, you're but, grasping at straws yeah but <laughs> he saved hogwarts from being shut down he saved Even, it's his fault that hogwarts is in trouble i know i know but he's like realizing what his actions did so he's like oh shoot i need to backpedal on this a little bit and like keep hogwarts from being shut down. Only because he wants to stay there. Yeah. I know. Nothing to do with anybody else but him. Shout oh, out know. to Tom Riddle for saving <laughs> I like in the book how I know. when he leaves Dippet's office, like there's an actual, you can see his deep thought and yeah. the struggle. Like, do I continue the work of the heir of Slytherin or, or do, do I, do I save my home? Right. Mm. It's All selfish, right. but he does it. Oh my lord. So, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just pointing it out. Riddle is told that there's been no attack. (laughs) Had there been no attacks, he probably would have been allowed to stay. But seeing as a girl died, it isn't safe. Mm. So Riddle's like, whoa, maybe what if the attack stopped? Would he be allowed to stay? So he's like, That's such a kid thing to be like, oh, well, I can do this. So I'm just going to like put this little piece of info like, oh, well, if they stop, will it be all right? A.K.A. you're the cause of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's like, sir, if the person was caught, if it all stopped, what do you mean, said Dibbit in a squeak in his voice, with a squeak in his voice, sitting up in his chair. Riddle, do you mean you know something about the attacks? No, sir, said Riddle quickly. Liar. But Harry was sure of it. Sure it seemed, well, oh my God, I can't read. But <laughs> Harry was sure it was the same sort of no that he himself had given Dumbledore. Mm, alike? <laughs> yes. So Dibbit sank back, looking faintly disappointed. And then it does say, um, once he leaves, he stops. So so did Harry, watching him. Harry could tell that Riddle was doing some serious thinking. He was biting his lip. His forehead furrowed. Furrowed. Yeah. Furrowed. So Harry follows Riddle out of the room. And then we see um, a younger Dumbledore, a 50-year-younger Dumbledore, asking why time is out so late. 
Um, and so it seems that Dumbledore is a bit wary of Tom because he's like, I was just talking to the headmaster, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> and so everybody's bro. How much do you think Dumbledore knows of what's going on? Like, do you think he suspected Tom was like the culprit? Because we know that he does not think it's Hagrid, for sure. I think if he didn't, then he does after for sure. So maybe he just had an inkling then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that he's your bad news bears. Yeah, he is uh, wary of Tom. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me wonder, like, with occlumency and all of that. Cause like, but does Dumbledore if have occlumency? Or I mean, legilimens. Legilimens, yes. But sorry, Tom probably is very good at occlumency. So, well, that's what I'm or thinking. Saying like the, these are the things I'm going to push forward. In my head, it's like, and the way that I think of it is like, I have a, I have like, um, like a wall. Yeah. But like with mm-hmm. how clever Dumbledore is, I'm sure that to a point well, he can probably see what he's doing in his mind. That's what I'm saying. But like maybe yeah. he's seeing like why does he have a wall up? Like that's interesting to me. Like right. he's seeing into his mind, thinking mm-hmm. like clearly he, he needs, is legitimately hiding something, and he needs the evidence. Yeah. And I also wonder. I'm glad I'm a legilimens. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking back to our last episode when he says, "Is there anything you'd like to tell me, Harry? Anything at all?" He knows what Harry's doing. Yeah, he, he knows. knows what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just giving him an opportunity to come forward. Yeah, it's like when you know someone's lying and you give them like the opportunity to be like, "Okay, come on, come clean." So, Interesting. After that encounter, they continue down into the dungeons, and then uh, they go come around a corner and they see a huge boy crouching in front of an open door. Turns out that huge boy is Hagrid. Hey, what? What? Riddle is here to turn him in because Hagrid's hiding a monster in the school, and that the attacks need to stop. And Hagrid's like, bro, y'all know me. Emma little creatures. It ain't him. Foreshadowing Aragog there. Yep. Too. Yep. So he is sure Hagrid never meant for anyone to get hurt or killed. So Hagrid still tries to defend the beast, but Riddle doesn't listen, blasts the door behind Hagrid, and a vast, low-slung, hairy body and a tangle of black legs, a gleam of many eyes, and a pair of razor-sharp pincers came out. Is anybody, like, legitimately a fan of spiders? Like, everybody has to hate them, right? No, there are people that own tarantulas. They're, like, pets. Gross. Also, I don't know if you're going to read this. But Harry is, like, terrified. Oh, yeah. I was going to read what it... Um, yeah. So, like, when he... <laughs> Riddle blasts the door open, and this is what it says. And out of it came something that made Harry let out a long, piercing scream unheard by anybody. That's crazy. Because think about, like, how... I'd be terrified. A long, but... piercing scream? Yeah. I, too, would scream. Um, so before Riddle could get to the beast, it ran out of sight... He tries to follow it, but Hagrid tackles him and takes his wand. Which I think was interesting that Hagrid's willing to literally get into a fight. Like, he could probably crush Brill. Oh, yeah. Well, he's... Size-wise, at least. Yeah. So the scene changes, and Harry falls back with a crash onto his bed. The diary is lying on his stomach. He's spread eagle on his bed. Ron walks into the room, and Harry tells him the news, but he doesn't want to be real. (laughs) Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets. Whoa. I can't believe that like he believes that. But I mean what, I mean, what, what how he, is he yeah. not but supposed to believe it? Yeah. I think it's one of those things where like he's probably sick. You know what I mean? Sick to his stomach yeah. thinking like, oh my gosh, I could understand why this might be true. Like Hagrid's such a nice guy that he genuinely didn't mean to open it, thinking that he right. doesn't know what really happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um because you know, there's so many things like he 
at a dragon. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. Hagrid doesn't make the smartest choices. I still love him. Yeah. This I like in true. the movie when Harry's getting pulled out of the diary, he's like, Hagrid. <laughs> 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 totally forgot about that. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, let's um, let's get into our lightning bolt round then. Um, I have a question. Would you have went into the diary? Yeah, probably. I don't I think I would have been curious and then I wouldn't have had a choice. I would have been in there. I would not have went. Really? I would have asked someone. I'm too curious. Yeah. I'm all about like teamwork. So I'd be like, <laughs> let's make the dream work. Oh <laughs> like, hey, Ron, come with no, me. Uh, no, I really, I would have gotten like a friend. Okay. Because two is better than one. So my question is, do yeah. you think that Hermione just had to wait till the effects of the Polyjuice Potion wore off? To Probably. Come back to normal? Or do you think Madame Pomfrey had some special Polyjuice juice? I mean, I think the she may have had her. something that would, like, help. She did have to take an evening potion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, did take right. a potion. But, like, like, what do medicine. you think that would have been? Defer. <laughs> anti grow. Anti-hairball. <laughs> I wonder if they have, like, a potion that, like, you can Reverses take. Reverses the That, like, gives, yeah. like, takes away hair. Like, say you, because, you know, most women, not everybody, and then some guys, whatever, like, shave their legs, armpits, whatever. I wonder if they could take a potion. Give me that potion. And then they wouldn't have to shave. So I wonder if that's something she'd have to do. I don't know. Yeah. Or if they have like a general, like a Tylenol where you take like anything like that, that's supposed to like you have a headache or something hurts or whatever you take it and it's going to not only like affect your headache or whatever's aching, it affects your entire body. So I wonder if they have like a general potion that like, you know, something's not right. So it fixes everything. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they do. I got something. something for everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it has to like work on just like the 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 removal of like the polyjuice potion effects. Otherwise, she'd be like bald, like no eyelashes. Well, no, or for eyebrows. sure. But like, for sure, <laughs> it removes fur, not hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can think of what else I can ask. Yeah. What would you be afraid to see coming out of besides a spider? Uh, it would be a spider. Centipede. Oh. Blast undead scroot. <laughs> That'd be scary. Would you have done your homework if you were Hermione? No. <laughs> I would have. Yeah, I would have. No. Too. Because I wouldn't want to have the stress of like coming back and ch- catching up on I would have just whined and been like, can't you just give me the grades for it? <laughs> oh my God. Snape would have failed you. I am probably Tiffany's like worst nightmare in a student. Yep. <laughs> Hands down. Would you have sent anybody a Valentine? What would it have said? Marty. I'm sure that I would have. Like I would have sent you a Valentine. Me. What would it have said? The wand chooses the wizard, but I choose you. <laughs> I choose you. Choose you. I don't. I the first Valentine I ever sent was this year. That's cute. Yeah, is it though? Yeah. I don't know if I would have. It depends if I had a special someone, but I don't think I would have let them know it was me. Oh a secret gosh. admirer. Ooh. And it would have been like, you're, I'm seriously into you. You can send one to Fozzie Bear. He likes Valentine's. I'm the wolf to your bark. <laughs> <laughs> would you have believed that Hagrid opened the chamber? No. 
I wouldn't want to believe it. Yeah, I'm with Katie. I would be skeptical. Yeah, yeah I'd be yeah. skeptical just based on like your relationship with him. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I'd want more evidence. Yeah. I'd want to go talk to Hagrid. Yeah, you gotta go to the source. Because Hagrid's a trustworthy, honest bloke. I would agree. He would tell you. I also think that's interesting. Well, like, try. Yeah. It makes me think of in Seven in the forest. He's got Hagrid all tied up and stuff. It's like they have a history. Like Voldemort and Hagrid have a history. Yeah. And it just makes that scene just so much more interesting. Yeah. I wonder it's how It's interesting close he didn't were. kill Hagrid. Like, I know it's really hard, right? Because he's half giant. Maybe they were friends. I don't know if they were friends, though. Because the, the, the way they talk to each other is it's friendly. It, it is a little friendly. It's weird. Maybe he thought that maybe eventually he could get him like to come over. Yeah, probably. The dark side. I they are like three though. years. Maybe apart. he respected him for like. I mean, everybody usually, and not everybody, but most people respected Tom Riddle. I, I mean, right, maybe yeah. maybe Voldemort respected Hagrid. Mm, he probably thought he was scum. Okay, well, he real. thinks everybody is scum, but like half breed. That's what he probably thought. Maybe he well, that's yeah, a share song, right? Is um, <laughs> I don't know. yeah, but at least neither of his parents were Muggles, so like, there's that he could. Right? Who? No, yeah. his dad was a Muggle. Are you sure? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hagrid's a wizard. No, his dad was a Muggle. I thought he was a wizard. Is he a wizard? No, I'm confused. Now, y'all aren't pregnant. You have no excuse. I'm sorry. Listen, there's a lot of information on the Potterverse. Sarah, you pulling it up? Uh, I see. Maybe I made that up. Hagrid doesn't have a fact file. Is Hagrid? Oh, I lied. I just couldn't find it. Human. It says it just says human. Correct. Okay. So, but usually they say muggle if it's a muggle. Rubius, Hag- <laughs> Rubius Haggard's father was a wizard. I am incorrect. Under his file, it says his parents, Wiki. Mr. Hagrid, human, and Fridwulla, giantess. That's just like his dad's name is Mr. Hagrid. Now, <laughs> now answer me this. Giants, do they have magical abilities? I'm sure they have some sort of magical something. They're magically deliciously tall. I don't know. <laughs> but can they perform magic? Ooh, I don't know. Res- he's resistant to stunning, stunning spells. Yeah. I didn't know that. He has a cross bowmanship. Above average strength. I don't know. Now I'm questioning giants. God, he's, a, he's old. He's like 91 or 90. Hagrid? He's 90. He'll be 90 in December. Jeez. Jeez. <sighs> All right. What else do we got? Oh, I had a question and I forgot it. Um, it doesn't say that they're. Magical. Oh, would you have actually picked up the book? Yeah. After listening to Ron's like, yeah, spiel? I wouldn't have because it would be covered in toilet water. <laughs> I would have left it. There. But nobody in that ever uses that toilet. Doesn't matter. It's filled with you could tears have like and it and then been like, maybe I would have levitated it to my my dormitory. Like, I wonder if there's like a. How um, do you disinfect that? Though, okay, you disinfect a kiss. You know, it's like I'm sure there's a spell. <laughs> <laughs> Floroxio. Oh my gosh. It doesn't say that giants have magic. Dear Joe. It just says their dangers and their habitat. Well, would you have sent a um, card to a teacher? Slash? No. The next year okay. I would have. Oh, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> no, I'm not about that life. Yeah, me either. Well, you are, because you probably get them. Did you get Valentine's from any of your students? 
Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. See, there you go. You're popular. You want us to do it because you're the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah give me your stuff. Give me your shit, man. <laughs> give me your tats. <laughs> All right, any more questions? We're moving on. Why is the sky blue? Who is Harry know. Potter? Why do we do this? Are we ready for our fan story? Yep. Yeah. All right. This one comes from Sammy Layden. They said, when I was seven years old, my mom started reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone to me at bedtime. I was hooked almost immediately. Most of the kids in my class were reading them, and I remember several heated debates about how to pronounce Hermione's name (laughs) and what hand motions would go along with specific spells. After we had gotten through the second book book together, I couldn't bear to only read a chapter a night anymore, and I started to read them for myself. My mom and I were always reading them at the same time, and I was always a little faster and couldn't wait for my mom to catch up so we could talk about what was happening. We started going to the movies and midnight premieres, and my best friend Lindsay and I saw many of the movies multiple times in theaters as well. When the last book came out, I was camping with my family in the middle of nowhere and insisted that we take an hour-long drive to the nearest bookstore to buy it the day it came out. (laughs) I finished it later that afternoon and remember being so heartbroken that the journey was over. I felt like Harry Potter had been in the forefront of my entire life, and now I didn't know what to do. I reread the books countless times and dressed as Hermione for Halloween every year for seven years. I'm so glad that in so many ways the journey hasn't ended and continues to expand. When they announced the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, when they announced that the Wizarding World of Harry Potter would be opening in Hollywood, my mom, sister, and I knew we had to go. We went last year, and I was so afraid that it wouldn't live up to what I wanted it to be, but it absolutely surpassed my expectations. I've been itching to go back ever since. I'm a Ravenclaw, and my Patronus is a Basset Hound. Oh, I love Basset Hounds. Awesome. My wand is Larchwood with a Phoenix Feather Core. I've never heard of that one. Ten and three quarters inch inch length and unyielding flexibility i absolutely love the podcast you guys are so much fun to listen to thank you sammy thank you you. i love the like family relationships that a lot of Mm -hmm. potter people have too like a lot of my family was reading it at the same time and me and mag read it read it all at the same time and my mom got me into it but she didn't really read them with me she ended up reading them eventually but i love it do you have anything on larchwood yeah Strong, durable, and warm in color, Larch has long been valued as an attractive and powerful wand wood. Its Ooh. reputation for instilling courage and confidence in its user has ensured that demand has always outstripped supply. Whoa. Popular wood. This much sought after wand, however, hard to please in a matter of ideal owners and trickier to handle than many imagine. I find that it always creates wands of hidden talents and unexpected effects, which likewise describes the master who deserves it. It often it is often the case that the witcher wizard it belongs to the larch wood may never realize the full extent of their considerable talents until paired with it, but that they will then make an exceptional match. That's a boss wood. Yeah, you yeah, seem like awesome. a very power. You have very powerful magic, mm-hmm. Sammy. So thank you for sharing your story with us. Yeah, we appreciate it. And <clears throat> keep sending your stories, leave them by voicemail, send them to our Facebook uh, private message, yeah. email. That's probably email. email. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we will, I mean, we're going to keep every episode plugging away. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> speaking of plugs. Hey. Oh. 
So I am also on a podcast called Box Trick, all about video games. Right now, we are doing a playthrough of the Pokemon series. Pokemon! Gotta catch them all! Pokemon! (laughs) I'm playing blue, and my friend Matt Brady is playing red. We're going... Okay. (laughs) Gym by gym. And then I'm also on a podcast called Rebel Watch, all Star Wars. Star Um, Wars. Star Wars. With my friend Ezra Kirk. We are doing a uh, watching movie by movie, splitting them into halves. What movie are you watching? Diving into all the details. So we just finished The Phantom Menace, and we're going to be recording Attack of the Clones pretty soon. Woo woo. So that's my deal. Um, if you can't get enough of Megan and Katie, because, like, who can, right? No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I know I can't. We have our own <laughs> We have our own YouTube channel as well called Main Street 9 and 3 quarters. Um, the videos that are up there now are a lot of our Disney Universal trips, just, like, us hanging, seeing, showing you all the stuff that we know about the parks. Drinking some butter beers, eating some Mickey stuff. Yeah. Eating and some Mickey stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we just finished our series on the HP Celebration 2018, so if you wanted to know what that was all about, go check it out. Um, and then, Katie, if you want to plug our other, our other, other podcast. podcast. We have another podcast uh, that goes chronologically through the Walt Disney movies. It's called Grown Up Kids. So if you yourself are a grown-up kid, <laughs> head it's on like an commercial ad. <laughs> Do you not want to grow up? <laughs> Are you a Toys R Us kid? Oh, they went out of business. <laughs> poor one, and out. so did we. Bye. <laughs> no way. Oh, jeez. All right. I have no other projects except I'm traveling. Hopefully, to a lot of new places this year. Sarah's living her life. That's my mm-hmm. goal. Although Vegas is becoming new. an aunt. <laughs> Pretty soon. All right, guys, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs>